Welcome into another Red Out podcast. My name is Devin. We got Jared in the house. Maybe Matt later. I don't know. Depends on if he gets out of his meeting. It's a mystery. Uh, I know it's a mystery, right? Um, but let's start this up. Hey, how about them tops, son? Oh, okay, SEC boys. SEC, SEC. You're listening to the Red Out podcast. And we'll do a quick word from our sponsor, and then we'll jump into this. I am not a change person in the past. I've needed therapy. We all need something. And it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor. He referred me to a therapist. And I really Maybe. didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this, I am not a change person in the past. I've needed a therapist. We all need something. And it's all a right. strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor, who referred me to a therapist. And I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. Maybe we will. You can filter out who you would like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person oh, who is best on? for you. It's and working. If the person is exactly it. who you are okay. wanting, you're not, I am Oh, you can hear the ad? In the past, I've yeah. needed a therapist. We all need yeah, someone. I heard nothing. And it's a strong person who can admit it. It's I talked to my doctor who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist oh, was. Oh, I just reset. But with this episode sponsor, stuck BetterHelp, you do. Okay. Okay. As long as you've got it, um, that's what we'll. I'll do another ad at the end, just to just to cover my bases, just so we get this going. Uh, As uh, I said earlier, welcome in. Uh, Hope you all are recovered from your Hawaii football watching or phone checking. That's what I did. I just randomly would wake up in the middle of the night, so I knew about what time to check scores. Yeah, I so I was out of town. I was over at Fall Creek Falls over in uh, Pikeville, Tennessee. It's a really beautiful place, great state park. We were staying at the lodge. They have a really awesome, fancy lodge now, but I could not sleep at all, like at all. I woke up, but there was a storm that rolled through like 1 in the morning, and I checked my phone because I woke up, and I was like, oh, shoot, we're still playing football right now. <laughs> and I just kept up with the rest of the game a little bit that way, but, man, that was insane. Honestly, that is probably was, the – It'll probably be the first and only time in the Talrag's history where we were constantly tweeting at 2 o'clock in the morning and people were actually <laughs> engaging with our tweets. That will never happen again. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, it was it was weird for me just sitting there at like 6 o'clock at night and it's like, I still have six hours before the game. Mm-hmm. It was just, it, you know, usually, you know, 6 o'clock, you're like, oh, an hour, oh, Two hours, three, or maybe. Sometimes, like the Austin P game, be like, oh, the game's already over, and I already ate after the game and everything at six o'clock. Yeah, it's just, it, it was, but midnight, I was just like, oh, so we go from first game to last game. So, and hey, we went from you know 11 a.m. kickoff for Austin P to 11 p.m. kickoff for Hawaii, which is insane. Yeah, I, yeah, that, that game was just wild. Um, and we have some crazy defense stats and everything to talk about. Like, even and and one of my favorite things, I kind of do a little spoiler here. We got a big man touchdown, so it's the best kind. I, I it's all, I'm my favorite by far. Love those. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I'm working on my episode title because right now I have nothing really interesting to say. Um, uh, okay, it's the bye week. Yes. Uh, the bye week blues, I guess. Uh, At least we getting can't ready lose. for getting ready for Indiana next week, which will be exciting. We'll talk about them. 
my computer is just going crazy tonight. You want me to do my know. winners and losers real quick? Yes, please. Because right. it's I just got random stuff just randomly. It just asked me if I want to restart. I'm like, no, I don't no. want to restart. <laughs> I don't think what that would work doing? very well. No, right not right now. Yeah. Uh, go right ahead, bud. Winner is uh, I guess me this weekend. I'm going to a music festival in Indiana, of course, over in Indianapolis. So I'll get to finally eat all of the food that I crave from Indianapolis perpetually. I don't know if this happens to normal people, but like if you go on vacation somewhere or you go out of town to every now and then, like a place you go out of town, like where you have family or something, like you eat at a place over there and you just like crave it constantly. Like the, the breadsticks at Giacomo's Upper Crust Pizza, I perpetually crave. Like literally the last time I was there last year, I asked him, I was like, listen, can you just like load me up with the sauce? Because I live in Kentucky and sometimes I just crave this and I'm not driving four hours there to get breadsticks, but they are the greatest breadsticks I have ever had. So I will get to eat those tomorrow. I am really excited. Um, as far as losers, I would have to also say me because I'm a Starbucks barista and pumpkin spice is back and it has been hell on earth. So I'm going to ask something, and if it gets you in trouble, just say no comment, okay? Okay, okay. Are you pro-union or anti-union? Mm, Starbucks. Spicy. Um, well, I mean, I am. But, well, they, first of all, they have a legal right to unionize, and that should be yes. respected. And, I mean, at least with the store that I'm at, I I don't think we really need it because our management is good, but there are other areas that I definitely think could benefit from it. I just think it's more of like a store by store thing as far as like an all or nothing type thing, because there's some situations where I think it wouldn't make sense to have a union like where my store is in Springfield, but the other ones like in inner city areas that do have a strong union base, like inner city Nashville. So this is something I don't know if many of y'all know, but um like if you were to have any type of job with uh, like Bridgestone or work in any type of major production within like the music industry, whether you do audio or lights or, or you're a stage person or a grip or something like that, all of those are union jobs because my uncle, he used to actually do all of that for a living. He would help do the CMAs. He would help do all of these major award shows in Bridgestone. And the only way you get those high level jobs is if you're in a union. And that's, I think with like, especially like inner city areas where there are a lot of people that are in a union already, like they would support someone else that is, that's in a union as well. But I don't know. I mean, it's very interesting. I definitely keep up with all of it. And we just got a new CEO as well. So I'm interested to see what that will look like. Well, um, and like I said, I don't want to put you on the spot. I don't want to get you in trouble or anything. Um, but you won't, I have too much tenure at this point. (laughs) (laughs) My thing is with, um, with, with unions specifically, there are some unions that are useful and needed. And then there's some that aren't worth the paper and the dues that you have to pay. Yeah. You know, so that's just my opinion. Of course, I keep seeing this pop up on the news and I always forget to ask you about it. Cause I'm like, I know Jared Mm -hmm. basically owns one now, so I just need to Mm -hmm. ask him what he says. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean it's been very um, interesting to see how it went from just one store in buffalo and now there's like hundreds of stores that have voted to unionize across the country so you know and and like you said um it's kind of like any job you have good people in positions of quote power and then you have people who aren't worth it you know they're bad apples you know they're absolutely manipulating you know the your employees you know and it's it's like yeah, that's not what your job is your job is to get them paid 
you make money as a store, you go on. You know, that's what exactly. Yeah, that's 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 the hardest. And just treat people with respect. It's literally the easiest thing you should be able to do. Well, on that note, (laughs) I know a lady (laughs) who works at McDonald's. Okay, this is in the U.S. I can't speak for anywhere else outside of my area. They have a program at McDonald's. If you work three days in a row, seems pretty simple. Uh-huh. You get there to work on time. You are not late for clock-ins or, you know, from break or whatever. You get a extra dollar or two raise. Okay? Seems pretty simple, uh-huh. right? That's what I would think. Yeah. They've only got one person in their entire McDonald's restaurant there at that location that has been able to do it. <laughs> one person gets an extra dollar an hour. And I don't that's not counting like managers or anything. That's just employees. And I'm like, really? Like, come on, people. I mean, I I'd be making close to like seventeen dollars an hour if I that did that with Starbucks. I know, right? You know, it's of course I work at a family business and there's some days I'm just like, I don't even care if I get there on time. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's other days obviously where I'm like, hey, Yeah, I gotta be there, I gotta be there on time. But what are they gonna you know, do if you're days, late? Just kill you and bury you somewhere and never tell anyone? I know, right? Like they're just gonna hide the body. What what else is gonna happen? Yeah, just say you yeah, got abducted by aliens. That's why they would tell your family. He said he was gonna work for the circus. I don't know what's up with that. I don't know. And do people still do that? They run away to the circus? Probably not. Just an no. Old this isn't thing. the early 1900s anymore, David. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, um. I I will say. I did think of you the other day, Jared. Um, oh, there boy. is a Starbucks coming to Radcliffe, Kentucky. Are you serious? Like yes, a, a standalone location or like in a Kroger yeah. or something? Nope. Standalone location. That's I insane. Like, I never would think. How many people live in Radcliffe? I don't even know if I've been there. I've been to E-Town, obviously. Uh, but Yeah, I, I'll have to look. I'll have to Google that. Because um, it's not very many. But because of the proximity to Fort Knox, I'm sure that's probably what it is. Yeah, and also like Springfield, Tennessee, they have one, and there's only twenty thousand people in Springfield. Uh, as of twenty twenty, there are twenty two thousand seven hundred ninety six people that live in Radcliffe. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. I guess that's the magic number. If you live in a community with about twenty thousand people, you might get a Starbucks. If it's less than that, don't count on it. So Franklin, Kentucky, it's not happening. I've already asked. It's not. <laughs> Dude, that would be so dope for you though. You wouldn't even have that far of a drive. Honestly, I'd still work in Springfield because I'd avoid working with Franklin people, but you didn't hear me say that. Don't blame me. Um, <laughs> that's coming from somebody who lived near Franklin. Not near, I should say. I should well, say I, mean, I, lived Scottsville, a county. County. I lived a county over, but Scottsville's not the paradise that it was when I was there. So It was I'll a paradise any time. <laughs> it was better. It was better. Now Scottsville is awful. Um, mm, hot take. Yeah, well... It's just got it's just got its issues, like any small town in America. At least we can both agree. At least it's not Russell, right? Amen. <laughs> and it's not Tompkinsville. That's another yeah. one. A lot of uh, small town Kentucky hate going on tonight. Always um, the Wobbles region. I love that they call it that. <laughs> they call it the Wobbles. Well, the Wobbles region. I don't know if that's how you would say it. It's like W. Like it's all of the surrounding counties. It's like the first letter of each of them. So like Warren, Allen, Butler, Barron. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah, uh, Edmondson. Gosh, I'm Simpson. old. I didn't even make that connection. Wow. 
I was like, Wobbles. keep up with your okay. meteorology, Devin. Your local meteorology. <laughs> oh, dude, I was I was watching this. I was watching meteorology around there when Chris Allen was still a meteorologist. That's a oh, local. <laughs> that's, that's been a while. What a guy! I saw him all I the know. time when I worked in Scottsville Road by Starbucks. He would come through. Did you really? Uh, yeah. That was my weatherman when I was a well, a college age, I guess. Young adult. I think he was still there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, winners and losers. Um, I've been listening to Two Bears One Cave podcast. If you don't listen to them, they're hilarious. You should check them out. Um, and I would say Andrew Tate. Do you know who Andrew Tate is? I've heard the name, but I can't remember why we're talking about it. Uh, he's a person who's basically getting canceled because of some kind of trafficking charge. I have no idea. I just heard him on their podcast. I have no nothing to back that up. Just, uh, just uh, speculation. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything about him. Just that he's kind of a. Uh, uh, so apparently, like his Twitter's been taken down, his Instagram's been taken down, his YouTube's been taken down. Like, Jeez. all of his socials have been like deleted because of this trafficking uh-huh. charge. And the only thing that happened was that him and uh, someone named Tristan were brought in for questioning. There was no one arrested or anything. Hmm. Yeah. And this is all based off of a boyfriend of a woman who attended a party at his home. Interesting. <laughs> That's all that was based off of. So I guess uh, because of circumstance, I guess he'll be a loser for us this week. Yeah. I mean, anytime you get canceled, I mean, I'm sure that's not fun. All right. What are yours, bud? Besides you, I already I said mine. <laughs> what? Uh, I do have to keep up with my, uh, my, my, uh, we're going to do a new little segment at the end of the night if we have time called Would You Rather? And I have mm-hmm. to try and remember mine because it's pretty juicy. Mine is too. <laughs> and honestly, I got it from, uh, I've seen some guys on TikTok, um, I guess a different show, podcast, or whatever. And, um, the TikTok I saw was basically, would you, um, uh, have adult fun, uh, consensually if you had to fight a full size sperm? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be like kind of terrifying. An adult man. Yeah. We're going from uh, regular to explicit. So just get ready. <laughs> man, My, I'm mine scared. is nowhere near like that, but Mine's more sports related, but I thought that was mine funny. is too. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, do you want to talk about the Hall of Famers real quick? Oh yeah. So we have a new WKU Hall of Fame inductees, which is really good. Um, some more recent guys too. I guess probably the biggest names on there, I would say, are Bobby Rainey, of course. I mean, running back for Western. Um, ended up being in the pros, won a Super Bowl when he was on the Giants, played for the Ravens for a bit too. So it's awesome to see him on that list. Um, of course, the, I would say the biggest name on it is Claire Donahue. Uh, Olympic gold medalist is kind of a awesome flex to have on your resume, and she can say that. Um, when we had the giant freshman assembly when I was at WKU, she was one of the guest speakers for that and did a really awesome job with Gary Ransdale doing all of that. 
Um, of course, it sucks. We still don't have this women in diving team. Um, of course, we all know what happened with that. But she's still, yeah. Um, she's still one of the. I mean, at least if you look at like the highest level you can get of your accomplishments in your sport, you can't beat an Olympic gold medal for your country. So, I mean, that's super awesome that she can say that. Um, there's a few others. I can't. Re- I don't have the list in front of me, but I do. I know um, Dean. You uh, got, how do you? You did. Uh, you said you said you got Claire Donahue. There's Chuck mm-hmm. Enix, Bobby Rainey, uh, Dean Tybout. Ty, Ty I'm sorry if yeah. I butchered your name, Todd. He's one Dean, of the admins and, uh, for the WKU football group, too, which is cool. Yeah, Dean's a really cool guy. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm sorry if I butchered your name. And then we got Harry Todd, who's for basketball. Dean played football for Western uh, back in the day. Did Okay, and I don't want to sound insensitive or anything, but did Claire even swim in the Olympics? Or was yeah, she just an so. alternate? No, I mean, she, I she did, she I think. Alternate, but... I can't remember. And that's great that she did it. I have no idea. She's got um, the medal to prove it. That's all that matters. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she's got the... Hey, she's got... And then, of course, with that, you also get the um, uh, the bonus. They actually get paid for the gold medal. Um, looks like uh, Bobby was on the Ravens for the Super Bowl team. Okay, I guess I had it. So, I know he was on the Giants and he was on the Ravens, and they both yes. won Super Bowls. So, he was on the Ravens, uh, Ravens in twelve, Browns in thirteen, Tampa thirteen through fifteen, the Giants in sixteen, and the Ravens in seventeen. And I, I assume he was released after that. Which I mean, like I've said before, um, you know that's a good. You know, it's not necessarily about being in the NFL for twenty years like Brady. You know. You've got a. Sometimes you just, uh, you know, you have five or six good years in the league, and you know you basically pad your wallet and do your best and go for it. Yeah, I mean, just a couple of seasons. If you're smart with your money, that could last you the rest of your life outside of the NFL if you don't play anymore. And just the fact that you were in the NFL that opens up positions for you to do other things, like easily be a high school football coach and then maybe work your way up into college at a lower level and just kind of work your way up too. So it, it opens the doors, a lot of different doors that you can have outside of sports even. I mean, even just hosting a podcast or yeah. something like that. <laughs> I mean, even like it's spending on if you go back to your hometown or something, you could be like a local sports guy for that and write for the newspaper or something. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, there are, well, I mean, typically, and I'm not trying to be judgy or anything, but a lot of guys, you know, if they go pro, you know, they'll make it at some college if they really try. You know, if they really wanted to push it, they can coach at some some university. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's, hey, that's a possibility for for Bobby. You know, I don't know. Uh, I'm happy for him uh, to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, I don't know Chuck. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to look him up. He was in track and field and it looks like it was several years ago. I'm sorry. Um, and then Harry Todd. Um, but yeah, I was there when Bobby was at Western Bobby. was always a great, um, he had this little move with his, um, whenever he was running, he'd be running open field at a defender and he would do like, uh, (laughs) it's going to sound retarded. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to sound really stupid, but he would do almost like the stanky leg and he would just pull his leg and drag it. And then he would juke back to that side. Um, and that move worked. And I, you know, when you watch it on film, you're like, I can't believe that move works, but it would work 
it you know it would work in college like no other which cracked me up um sometimes you just gotta hit the stanky leg and and that's what it that's what it reminded me of and it was just like really like this is hilarious um but i remember watching there was a local kid uh played at bowling green high um and he played running back of course he was built differently than bobby same around the same height um this kid was a lot skinnier Uh, i'm not gonna say his name but the difference between the two is bobby never had a block on his film like it looked like bobby started with not with no offensive line in high school Uh and then this guy from bowling green it looked like he just had like a a shield around him like there's nothing going to touch him uh which always cracked me up but uh yeah, I mean, it was just to show, I'm just saying to illustrate, you know, the different caliber of like what Bobby came from as far as his ability. And I mean, he, as far as a player, he's, you know, he's doing great. Um, and as far as I know, he's, you know, married, got a kid. I mean, awesome. And if we get Matt on here, we can have Matt do some Bobby Rainey impressions. <laughs> if only. He's got, a, he's got a few, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Um do we have any pro tops news? Um, the good news is, is the season starts tomorrow. Bills versus Rams. So we'll get I, to see Tyler Higby in action. Hopefully. I still hate it so much that he was hurt and wasn't able to play in the Super Bowl. But, I mean, he still has the ring. So ultimately, that's all that matters. But, I mean, I was really wanting to see a Higby touchdown in the Super Bowl like we all were. So defending yes. champs will start off the season against one of the best teams in the AFC. I'm really looking forward to seeing what that matchup will look like. Um, of course, my Dolphins start the Patriots Sunday. That's always like either the first. Usually, it's like the first game of the season and the last game of the season. So uh, I, I don't know how the Dolphins will do, but I have my uh, expectations as low as possible. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> uh, it won't be. It, it probably won't be as bad as you think. I'm. I'm sure. But, I mean, as far as like our pro tops goes, I mean, I was really hoping Stearns can land on a roster somewhere. I think Iggy, he, I still haven't really seen if he's got picked up on a practice squad or anything. Um, of course, the big ones, uh, Forrest Lamp, he's on injured reserve for the Saints, so he probably won't get to play this season. Um, we still have, uh, of course, Bailey Zappi, who should be the second string quarterback, but he's probably listed as the third because of Hoyer. Um, we'll be able to monitor and see how he does this season. Um, we're not going to have Jack Doyle this season, though. That's going to yeah, be interesting. Yeah, so I know Indy, they're going to have to move on. I'll be driving by Lucas Oil Stadium probably tomorrow. But, yeah, I mean, we do still have a bunch of pro tops that are going to be playing somewhere. I know a lot of fringe players weren't really able to, like Devin Key. I think Dion De- Yelder, he got cut from wherever he was at. He's kind of gone around a few different teams since he was on the Chiefs and got to play um, a little bit. Dion Yelder, Yelder was on the Cardinals, right? Well, he's That's what I got in my notes. Lot. He hasn't really had most, Yeah, maybe. But it's just um, so hard to try to land on a 53-man roster at this point. Well, I mean, and that's the thing, too, is you've got 32 teams, 53-man roster. Can't do the math that quick in my head. Sorry, high that's school like math teacher. 9 plus 11 is 21. A 1,696 NFL players, essentially. 
yeah. that are going to be on rosters. You got less than 2,000 out of, you know, an astronomical number of college high school players who are dreaming to get to the NFL. So what I'm saying is, is for them to make it and be able to go to camp and be, you know, that close to playing. I mean, that's awesome. I'm happy for them. Um, so Mike White's on the Jets. Is he starting? Which I'm still, no, Flacco's starting. Oh, but is yeah. the here's the question though: Is Flacco elite? Yes or no? <laughs> At this point, eh, I think that he used to be, but obviously. I don't think he is anymore. Yeah, when he sale, was I'm at his sorry. peak with the Ravens and won that Super Bowl with them, obviously he was at a very high level. But now, I mean, he's towards the end of his career. He's just more of a mentor for Wilson and Mike, I guess, at this point. So it's kind of a bummer. Well, I, and Mike I think that's a really good thing. I think it's a good thing for Mike yeah. to have a mentor like that, though. Yeah, to have someone so. that was a starter for a team that won a Super Bowl, that's pretty big. To kind of help you out. I got to see if. I'm hoping this, yeah, it, did, it updated. Okay. I mean, I, was gonna say, I, I saw would rather have... Oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I guess I'd rather have Joe Flacco be my mentor than be like Bailey Zappi and have like Brian Hoyer. <laughs> I mean, Hoyer's <laughs> not horrible. It's just he's kind of been all over the NFL at this point and everything. But I mean, he's had longevity, okay. but he hasn't really had those big moments, I guess, other than being... The okay, I got one for you. Okay. I got one for you. Okay. This is a would you rather. Would you rather have um would you rather have Joe Flacco or Ryan Fitzpatrick as your quote mentor? Oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, easily. Easily. He's a genius. Freaking genius. He's a literal yeah, genius because he went to Harvard. But also, I mean, he was on several different teams and still had highlights with just about every single one of those teams. Like when he was in Miami. He he won a lot of games for Miami. The, just the whole game against the Raiders, that last few plays where he had like that massive face mask penalty, where they basically yanked his head 180 degrees behind his, like turned his head around, and he just launches the football and threw a touchdown pass. So I mean, the dude is iconic, and the beard is iconic too. So I mean, you have to go with Fitzpatrick. At this point, it is yes, yes, definitely agree. Um... Okay, so I'm just going down my list here. We got Zap, who's in New England still. Zappy. Uh, Ig- Zappy, excuse me. Zappy's in New England. Uh, Iggy's a free agent. Lamp, is he still with the Saints, or did he get cut? Yeah, but I think he's on injured reserve. Okay. Um, Higby's in Los Angeles. On Is he on injured, or is he still good? Higby should be good to go for week one. Okay. Uh, Devin Key. Key is in Kansas City. Well, I think he cut. got cut, yeah. And I, guys, I was really bitter because Alex talked about it last week. Like, he had a game-winning yeah. play in the Chiefs' last preseason game, but he didn't end up being on the roster or the practice squad, I don't think. Which is crap, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That. Yes, I'm sorry. So, uh, Devin Key did get cut from the Chiefs, and I apologize. Last week, I misspelled his name. I spelled it like I spelled my name. Um uh, injured reserve, uh, lamp for the Saints, yes, and then uh, Jordan Meredith was cut from the Raiders. So, but I think he did do up signing with the did. practice squad for the Raiders. I think sweet. I do remember seeing sweet, that, sweet, so sweet. he got picked up. And you got to count John Haggerty for the CFL. 
Um, it's like the Blue Jackets or Blue Somethings. I can't remember. I don't really watch it as much as Alex does, but he's been killing it over there. And do you want to know something crazy, Devin? Yes. So as a normal, he, I have to share this because I saw this. It was the Sunday night. It was like 60 minutes or whatever. They did this whole special on kickers, like NFL kickers. I don't know if it's okay. like this in college. So I'll ask you. I never knew kickers use a different ball than the rest of the team. Like every yes. single time there's like a field goal or something, it is not the same ball that like a quarterback would use every snap. I never yes. knew that. K-balls. I had never heard of that before. Yes. Um, and Matt would know more about this than I do. But there are they, the kickers want you to scuff the balls up too. Yeah, like make it as slick as possible. That explains so yeah. much. That's why no one goes for trick plays where you try to throw and everything because that thing's going to be slick sliding out of your hands as soon as you try to do anything with it. So that makes so much sense. That was like an epiphany moment for me. I had never known that kickers use like their own balls for everything. I do, in fact, remember when I was at Western, they would put some of the kicker balls in the dryer to scuff it up. How about that? I guess I could work. How about that that fact for you, sports fans? Um, Yeah, that's uh, it's pretty crazy. Some of the stuff that uh, they do, and I actually don't tell Matt in case he comes on, but um, I actually swiped a football from the managers uh, because when I was leaving the stadium one day, the managers had forgot had left a ball in the stands and didn't realize it. So I was like, I got a Western ball, sucker. So. There you go. I don't now, think they it. No, they probably have no idea it was even going. I had it on my show forever. I gotta find that thing. It's a good keepsake. <sighs> oh yeah. And I actually got a football from another team at one point, but I can't think of who that one was either. Uh but yeah, like yeah, that the get a football. Yeah, I mean, right? Uh just like as a when you graduate and everything, you should get like a helmet and a football. Both game used. <laughs> Yes, you should. You definitely should. I completely agree with that. Um, but we'll step into Hawaii. Midnight kickoff for us over here on the East Coast. Uh, 11 p.m. for the rest of you. Uh, Western did phenomenal. And from what I've heard, yeah. the the stadium was garbage. But yeah, I kind of thought that. Bad. I kind of thought that when I saw that. Um, there was a 9,000 seat stadium and I'm like 9,000 seat. Like I figured like being the major school in Hawaii or on one of the islands, I would assume that it would have a bigger stadium. Of course. Well, the normal Aloha stadium. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're doing renovations and building or building a new stadium. I can't remember which, but yeah, that's not their like forever stadium. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, and that's what, um, you know, that's what Ross, uh, one of the other members of the podcast was saying that they actually uh, had not had a chance to uh, get back into the stadium after the renovation. So, um, but Western did awesome. I remember when uh, I, I remember when the Pro Bowl was in Hawaii, Pepperidge Farms. Remembers <laughs> back when it was good. Oh my god! <laughs> I honestly okay. I heard somebody say this, and at first I thought you're nuts. That's ridiculous. But I heard somebody say that the Pro Bowl should be more like the NBA's All Stars. No, it's where you have defense. Well, no, 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 not the defense, not any of that. I'm just saying, like, like you have the slam dunk contest, you got the three point shooting thing. Like, you can make up stuff like that to have on there. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm not saying like a slam dunk contest, but you could have like, oh, like making an all star weekend type thing. Okay, yes, exactly. Going. I think that would put it over the top. I think it would be amazing. And by the way, Raj, Roger Goodell, if you do it, you owe me money because I came up with it. Just saying. There you go. Um, but <laughs> yeah, no, it never happened. Um, but and, and I've been trying to find the game. Um, to it's actually sit I, down and watch it. Is it on that and one app? Well, I shared a link that I saw from somebody else that had already posted okay. the whole game. It wasn't from Hilltopper Vault yet either. I don't know if they'll get it up, but I can dig and find that link for you and send it to you. Okay. But there, okay. but there yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. It. It's it on, on YouTube. The, I will put that note in the. Uh, I'll put that link on the in the episode notes if you all want to try and find that. Uh, let me see. I might be able to find it. Uh, but. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll try and post that link for you all. Uh, then we can. Uh, uh, well, actually, I'll tell a quick story while I'm looking for this. Uh, but Western, since 2007 or eight, has been talking about going to Hawaii. And I have been putting this. I was always like putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And finally, they go to Hawaii. And it's what, 2022? So I would have been like the longest running student at Western. I'm just saying I've been holding out yeah. for this long. <laughs> mm. I did find the link. Um, uh, Western Kentucky versus Hawaii uh, 22 NCAA FF or whatever. Uh, 22 college football week one broadcast three and a half hours or so, which seems about right. So, mm-hmm. I will post that link in the show notes so you all can follow that link and watch the game if you want to. So I feel like every person, every person that watched it live, I feel like they should be like paid some type of financial compensation for that. Yeah, they should. (laughs) I could not. Oh my gosh. I didn't, I didn't make it at all. I'm an old man deep down. Yep. You're I'm rubbing off on you, buddy. Yep. Too much of an influence. Oh well, <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. Hey, I just just get used to yelling at kids to get off your, your lawn and stuff like that. You'll be fine. Yeah, I already do that as a camp counselor, anyways. <laughs> Don't walk on the grass. Like um, you have to tell them to walk first and be like, "Stop running!" First off, second off, stay on the path. <laughs> Stop running in the grass. What do you think? Grass just grows. What's wrong with you? You got to water it. I spent 20 um, minutes striping the field and you're already getting footprints all over it. Uh, Western did amazing. I uh, was really happy with their performance. I honestly did not know what to expect. Um, no. Because, and, and I know everybody's like, oh, Western was projected. I don't care. Okay. Um, being a longtime Western fan, we've had ups and downs. Okay we've had games where we were like, we're going to come in and we're going to clean these guys clock. And then we get beat. So I was just trying to be the voice of reason and say, Hey, let's chill. Let's do this. Let's do that. Um, Here's a question for you real quick. Sure. So we're two and oh, this is the first time we have been two and oh since what season? 2015. Yep. Right. <laughs> but what do you remember from the team in 2015? What did they go on to do? Well, they yeah, I'm not saying it. I'm not going to say it. Sorry, I'm hey, not going to say it because I don't want to jinx us. I don't want to say it. 
I don't want saying. the red out first. <laughs> I mean, we played Louisiana Tech, one of those games, and that was a really tough game. But, yeah. I mean, now we have about week and then Indiana, which is winnable. Win- we'll yes. We'll talk about that next week in a lot more detail. I'm going to um, go to Indiana and be the boots on the ground and just ask random people and be like, do you think the Hoosiers can beat Western Kentucky? And they're just going to be like, uh, what? No, no. <laughs> what you need to do is just re- ask random people, do you know what the towel rack is? Honestly, I should. That would be really funny, actually, to see. If I'm going to go to the NCAA headquarters like I normally do and just go in there and find Mark Emmert and be like, hey, have you ever heard of the towel rack? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so projected thus far, Western has got minus three on Indiana, mm. which, that's by the close. way, that's close. We're at Indiana, and that's normally you get two points for being at the stadium. So that's almost like a coin flip, basically. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's if they were playing at a neutral site, it would be a five point difference. But yeah. Western's got three points on them, according to this, and ESPN's football power index is got it fifty one forty eight. So that's that's exciting, and we got a bye week to prepare for this game. Hallelujah! So go wreck them, guys! Go wreck them. Um. Okay, so we're talking Western and uh, Hawaii. Let me get back into those notes. Uh, Western Western did awesome. We had, what, five interceptions against them? Yeah, I mean, defense really, really, really showed up in this game. Yeah, we had a big man, Juwan Jones, run one back. 38 yards. I love – I mean, and he's not a big guy. Don't get me wrong. He's – you know, he's – I mean, he's probably a big guy compared to he's me. He's still but a D lineman. Yes, he's a D lineman running one back. He did what he's supposed to do. Hawaii tried to run a screen. He sat back. Uh, as my high school football coach would say, smell a rat. He did it. Catches the ball and takes off to the house and gets his first touchdown. Loved it. Freaking loved it. Um, of course, then we had Dalvin Smith who scored. Uh, he actually scored the first point. Or he got the first touchdown for Western. Hawaii kicked a field goal to start off. Um, and... Honestly, like up into the second, up until halftime, it looked like Western was gonna is gonna keep it fairly close. It was within eleven. Uh, Joshua Simon got a forty-seven yard pass from Austin Reed to score twenty-one ten. We go into the third. We got one touchdown from Jalen Hall, and then we got Mister Robicho running in him from seven, and uh, Austin Reed, and uh, then Poindexter gets the last touchdown, forty-nine seventeen. Uh, to finish off that game. You know what's crazy to me is thinking about what what time those guys got back from Hawaii. Man. You know that was like 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I mean, you hopefully they can see the airplane. Well, I mean, you can try, but it's hard. I'm sure you could, and I'm sure the guys were exhausted, so it wasn't too bad to go to sleep. But at the same point, like, you know you're exhausted coming back from that. That's just crazy. Um, so what were your thoughts on the game? Um, so obviously I didn't really get to watch it. I was out of town and trying to sleep like a normal person would at that hour. <laughs> but I mean, just looking at the stats though, I mean, I thought Reed, he's staying pretty consistent. It was enough of a good of enough performance for him to earn him on the, he's on the Davey O'Brien watch list now for this week. So that's pretty awesome yeah, that we're still having quarterbacks be considered that good, that they're being watched as one of the best in their position. And even after Zappy's gone, it's like a lot of us, I mean, I still don't see him putting up Zappy stall numbers, but I still see him 
being very, very stable quarterback, very pretty, uh, very consistent. I think I really like his consistency. I mean, he hasn't really thrown many interceptions at all. And just winning is something that he's used to. I mean, he never really lost much at uh, West Florida and everything. I mean, he's a proven winner. Um, his guys have rallied around him, and you can kind of sense that. And, yeah. I mean, just defensive-wise, just seeing what all they were able to do was really, really encouraging after the Austin P game because they definitely didn't look too sharp, <laughs> especially with all those zone read things. I mean, uh, DeLillo was running all over the place, and they couldn't really stop him very well, but – that's something that I think they've worked on and looks a lot better. And I hope that they can keep that going into the Indiana game. Cause that's definitely going to be the hardest challenge for them so far this season. Anytime you play a big 10 school is, I mean, even if they're a seller dweller, it's hard. I mean, even when we played Vanderbilt, we would still squeak out a win against them, even though they would probably win two or three games the rest of the season, just cause they're Vanderbilt. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, there is that disparity, but I, obviously we're a higher ish mid major team that, I mean, we're better than just like your average team in our conference. I mean, I would say that we're above that just because, I mean, we have this high profile offense that can get a lot of yards, get a lot of points. It's a very conservative and just kind of likes to throw it out there, but the defense is what will make or break us for next week. But seeing the way they did against Hawaii was really encouraging. And I hope that they're able to keep that momentum and just build the confidence off of that. That's big, the biggest thing they could have is confidence going into this game. So I really hope that they have a ton after that. I mean, this is definitely a buildup for them. Um, as far as like, you know, you know, what I'm trying to say is, is this is a definite momentum buildup for the guys um, with, going into playing Hawaii. Now, Hawaii's probably not the same caliber team Indiana is. No. Obviously, no. they're having a really rough time. Um, but it's going to build up. It's going to build up momentum. Indiana is a bottom feeder for the, what is it, Big Ten or wherever they are, the Northern Conference yeah. there. But that's the thing that and, I mean, last year when we were so good, we still ended up losing to them, even in Bowling Green. I was at that game, and it was so frustrating because we had so many opportunities where we should have walked out of there with the win, but we just kind of – it was like the football had been covered in bacon grease or something, and we just fumbled it away. I would argue, bud, that if Western played them later in the year, it would have been a different story. Yeah, we easily would have won. It was just because it was so early in the season. Yeah, we and, and that goes for the Army game the too. Yeah, I'm gonna say that for Army too. We didn't beat Army later in the year. We almost beat Army last year. Um, yeah. So I, that would be my argument: is that we were so close, like we were right there on the on the precipice of uh, beating those teams. And if those games had been later in the year, we probably could have. Yeah, we um, didn't really get beat. We just kind of lost and squandered it. I, I think so. Honestly, I think uh, I think Western lost an opportunity to beat them. Um, but, you know, there are, I mean, Western did amazing. I, I'm really pleased with our rush, and I'm tickled with our rushing defense. Um, you know, we only allowed 94 rushing yards. That's not even a 100-yard, you know, game for Hawaii. Mm -hmm. I, now, granted, I don't know what they did against Vanderbilt, but I know Vanderbilt, you know, ran basically wherever they wanted to, and Western got 141 rushing yards. So I'd like to see us build off of that. Yeah. I think we could um, really know, benefit from having a solid run game, honestly. 
Yes. Because that's yes. the thing that every opposing team is going to think of when they think of Western Kentucky and be like, oh, this is a team that likes to pass the ball. Let's just sit a bunch of guys back and have some corners in the further, like do more quarters defense instead of just kind of man-to-man and have more zone stuff. But yeah. if we are able to establish a run threat and get some consistency off of that, that kind of opens up the pass a little bit more because they have to take the run more seriously. Exactly. That's where I was going to go with that next. Play action. You know, yes. Your play action, your read options, you know, those have to be treated more like threats instead of, you know, bluffs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that, and like you said, it opens up the passing game. It opens up Reed to be able to run if he wants to, which I'm sure the coaches don't want him to. Um, you know, these guys are able to move and do stuff and, it, it just makes it a lot easier for, for the quarterback and for the running back too. Um, because if they're all dropped back, then Robocho or whoever can just take off and just go. Mm-hmm. You know, if if your linebackers, your secondary is 10 or 15 yards off the ball, that's that's a first down right there. Yeah, you know, he can like, get seven or eight yards easy. Um, I think that's possible. Um, but, yeah, I, I was pretty tickled. I'm hoping to get to watch the game. Like I said, I got it in my notes here. So hopefully uh, before next week, I'll sit down and watch that game. Since I got a bye, I guess I get to catch up on my football. Yeah, um, just watch it Saturday. Yep, that's that's what I'll do. I'll just pretend that I'm a week ahead or I'm a week behind. Yeah. Instead you have to watch just... it at 11 o'clock at night local time, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It, it will probably be like that anyway because, like, when my wife and I are watching TV, you know, it's – we watch, you know, whatever show we've got. And then like, she goes to bed and I watch what I want to watch. So <laughs> no, you'll start watching it and get like 10 minutes into the first quarter. And then you'll wake up and it's almost the fourth <laughs> quarter and be like, Whoa, <laughs> I have uh, it. I think it's part of being a dad when you sit in a chair. Oh, 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 Hey, 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 oh, it's he Matt it. McKay. <laughs> uh, up, so, Hey. What I missed? What you miss? You missed like everything. Damn, I told you, uh, damn northern nurse was going to take a while. <laughs> um, I tried to warn you. So we talked about Bobby Rainey uh, being inducted to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so what do you think about that? <laughs> I told Jared you had a great. You had a hey, great. Man, uh, it is, it's Rainey. such an honor to be recognized by WKU. I really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop him. Why does he sound like Eddie Murphy? <laughs> I don't know. That's what he sounds like, man. Eddie... Dude, seriously, I did that one time. Do you remember Nehemiah? Yes. Uh, yes. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> graphic to our listeners here, fair warning. Me and him were in the bathroom taking a dump, and uh, <laughs> I, I gave warning. All right. Oh but anyway, uh, so we're in the bathroom, and I – I just like, I was like, you know what, whatever. And I did the Bobby laugh. I'm like, <laughs> and Nehemiah goes, Bobby. <laughs> so I'm just saying, oh my God, it must have been pretty accurate because he thought it was Bobby Rainey <laughs> laughing while Bobby was taking a poop. So I'm just saying. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so and we were talking about Hawaii. Now I know you live tweeted the Hawaii game, so I want to get your thoughts on it. Like quick. an absolute champion. Thank you for that. Yes. Oh yeah. Hey man, you know, I was I was checking, nobody answered. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do it. And if I get told to shut up, I'll I'll quit gladly. <laughs> but uh, uh, we were like the that only was fun, that had him going. Yeah, and so and I saw that and I'm like, well, 
look, I'm going to be up anyway, and this will keep me awake. I did confession, probably fell asleep the last like three or four minutes of the game, and then I woke up to Randy Lee on the radio screaming about that uh, the goal line stop or whatever. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, goal line stop, go tops. <laughs> but anyway, um, that was the only part I missed. Um, but yeah, um, I was really proud of them. I mean, I did, by the way, to toot my own horn, I did predict that uh, we would blow them out, but whatever. Nobody else believed it. That is true. It. You did have the closest final score prediction. Yeah. So toot toot on that horn. But um, yeah, I was. I was really proud of them. And, and here's the thing is I, I thought that if we could fix a few little issues, we were going to be okay. Um, you know, it was impressive. I mean, we had, we had, uh, we had five sacks the first week. Um, and you know, that's, that's a nice sign to see, even though it was Austin P whatever you get five sacks. Like that's a, that's tough to do no matter who you're playing. Like, for example, I think Alabama had, like, zero sacks against Utah State, for example. So, it's a statement to get five sacks against whoever the heck it is. Um, and and there were some other signs, like, for example, not for the most part being able to to, to compete with bigger receivers. You know, like Austin P had some decent-sized players at every position, which I was surprised with. So, anyway, coming into the game, I thought uh, – you know, I thought that we would be, if we were healthy, which it turns out secondary wasn't super healthy, and Broderick Martin was questionable too, the defensive tackle. But still, to pull out a performance like that, I was, I was pretty impressed um, with the overall the overall result and just the the way that we were able to to push them around. And um, it was really nice to see. It was nice to see Jawan Jones get that pick six. Love that, um, <laughs> and it was. I always love the big guys. They're my favorite. Oh yeah, wasn't there? Didn't J- Michael Payne or somebody like yes. that got one? And and he and that um, was funny because he hardly played, and then he got a. It was almost a pick six, but he was like this, like I, I he was maybe six feet tall, but definitely three hundred fifty pounds, and it was. Um, it was yeah, funny. if I remember right, he was. Uh, I remember right. He was at least three fifty. Yeah, he was about three twenty. I, I think he was. He was bigger. He was a big dude. Um, but anyway, yeah, he, he had one. But yeah, it's always funny watching the big guys get a pick six. And I remember Jamarcus Allen had find... one that was pretty funny. We had Lock... one. Um, sorry, uh, sorry, Lock not trying that. to step on you there. Um, we had one, and I think it was before you got to Western Matt. It was the first year we played North Texas. Um, was that when we almost I'm, killed somebody with a sledge? No, that was um, that wasn't a that sledge. Was, oh, that was the that was almost a fight. That was the that was almost a fight because we were up twenty eight to something at half, and they called the guy Carl Winslow because he looked just like Carl Winslow. Um, <laughs> I cannot remember if that was two thousand seven or two thousand eight. Um, but yeah, his oh my gosh, dude, I cannot think of his name. Gosh, what is his name? Um, I don't know, Devin. You keep asking. I'll think of it here in a minute. I'm I'm looking through the old <laughs> roster right now. Let me see if I can find it. Okay. Um, but he, uh, yeah, he was hilarious. Oh my gosh. Let's see, Terrell Clark. There he is. Terrell Clark. Yeah, he caught one. 
and Terrell reminds me of Jamichael, um, except he had uh, middle-aged boldness um, for a guy who was a junior in college. Um, but yeah, his uh, his two thousand his uh, interception return for a touchdown was in two thousand seven, and we got an unsportsmanlike penalty okay. right after that because it was hilarious. Uh, but yeah, those are the big man touchdowns are my favorite. Um, yeah, I will say, Matt, I don't want to interrupt your, your, uh, your recap right. there, but, uh, Western actually held Hawaii to less rushing yards than Vandy did. Yeah. Vandy uh, I mean, allowed a hundred Vandy allowed 108. We allowed 94. So it's 14 yards, mm-hmm. but it's, it's kind of an interesting stat really. Yeah, I mean, and point. I mean, something yeah, else that it's hurting, something else that's really hurting now. Hawaii. <laughs> something else that's really hurting Hawaii is their penalties. They had twelve penalties, mm-hmm. hundred nine okay. yards. Devin, of course, we had seven for seventy-two, but a hundred yards. Yes, Jared, did you? What's up? Did you did you get to see it too, or no? No, I was over in I was over in uh, Eastern Tennessee. They don't have TVs okay. there. Yeah, they don't right. have electricity over there. Fire, <laughs> nothing. Um, Cell not service, one none of that. <laughs> one TV for every ten thousand okay. people. So, so just to explain, since y'all didn't really get to see it, um, the officials were like, especially the beginning of the game, they were just like throwing flags for everything. Like the first quarter took. Uh, I would say a full hour just because of all the bull crap, just throwing flags and reviewing and not sure what happens here. And it was ridiculous. <laughs> and so, yeah, uh, maybe I'm just maybe picturing Hawaii. the ref. I'm just picturing the ref throws a flag and bull crap. Like that was the call. You just called bull crap. Yes. Five yards. <laughs> bull crap Western. on the offense. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, seriously. I mean, though, you know the like, are slim for officials. It was that. just really, it's just, <laughs> yeah, right. They've got to fly them out every game. Yeah, right. Um, home hey, cooking. Okay. No, I don't know. Yes, but, Matt, finish your thought. Anyway. All right, man. Anyway, that explains <laughs> the penalties. So, <laughs> what are you laughing at, Dad? I'm trying, man, this is my spotlight. I came on. <laughs> this is my time. <laughs> I'm just laughing because you've anyway. said, yeah, uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah, anyway, um, like six times. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it's definitely, kick, okay? yeah, well, but anyway. it's because we keep interrupting you. So <laughs> you're just laughing yeah, anyway. like two seconds into what I'm saying. So rushing, rushing, our, I thought it was nice. Uh, I thought the rushing game did a good job. It's nice to, to have a rushing game that can actually finish a game because last year it was a huge problem until maybe game six, seven, eight, where we started finding Noah Whittington and Kai and, and whatever. And um, so it, it just really, it's nice to see early in the season put the ball on the ground and, or run the ball on the ground. No, not put the ball on the ground. It's a fumble. Um, but yeah, but be able to run play. the ball and finish the game. And so that was a really nice sign because last year we had the pass to be able to move the ball at all, or you just run the ball three times and punt and you're not using up much of the clock. And so it really made a difference late in the game where 
they could have possibly made it closer and given themselves a chance, but we were able to finish it by running the ball. And uh, that was really nice to see. So hopefully we can keep that so, up for sure. Not to interrupt Matt again, but, um, but anyway. I want to see this right here towards the end of the episode. Anyway, there, um, have you seen any of the untold episodes on uh, Netflix? I've watched the Manta Teo, Manta Teo, talking about the catfishing girlfriend. Um, I watched one last week, was the, uh, the week before, I watched the, um, I went blank, sorry. It was the the ref in the NBA that was uh, uh, betting on games. The flagrant foul. something. what they called it. I thought it was Tim. It's a very generic name. Yeah. Uh, Tim Druffle Tim or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But anyway, and then uh, they hit it. They did another episode called the, it's the and one, the rise and fall of and one. Uh, very interesting. But the, uh, the one that I enjoyed the most so far was the, uh, the, the referee that was betting on games. Definitely check that out. That's a really interesting. And Jared is an NBA fan. I figured you'd like that. Mm-hmm. That sounds interesting. Well, the reason I say that is cool. is because um, the and one or the not the and one, but the the flagrant fouls. Uh, there are there are things that the NBA tells refs to call. They're like, we're going to cut. We don't want to cut this out. Um, and the one that he talked about the most is when he first got into the NBA. He would call. They had a spinning move that the NBA wanted to cut out, and Michael Jordan did it. And he called it on him. And Phil Jackson comes out and he's like, and Jordan's kind of like, what? You can't call that. And Phil Jackson's like, you don't call that on him. And he's like, they're telling us to call this, man. I'm going to call it. And even the head ref was like, he's like, did he do it? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, you don't call that on him. (laughs) It was like, and, and it just goes to show that star athletes can get away with more than like, we'll say blue collar NBA players. It's like LeBron James just walking all over the place. And yeah. He can, wa- he can take like 20 steps and, you know, normally that's a walk. Yeah. But he'll, he'll take like 15 steps towards the basket without a dribble. And it's just, there's no call, but you know, and it's like, after I saw that, I was like, that makes sense. I completely understand that. Mm-hmm. But definitely check out that uh, that. Um, Matt, I'm glad you made it for the last few minutes of the podcast here. Uh, we, mm-hmm. uh, for those of you uh, who are going to join our Patreon, we appreciate your support. Uh, you will be getting the episode here momentarily. Uh, this is Wednesday, so you'll get it tonight as soon as I get it uploaded. Uh, for those of you on YouTube, if you want to join our Patreon, you can. If you do not, that's okay. Just like, share, and subscribe the episode because that helps us out too. Uh, you know, help spread the the Red Out Nation podcast thing. Didn't really think that through. Whatever. Um, definitely. Uh, <laughs> well, that was inspiring. Definitely, 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 uh, definitely support us on that. It really appreciates the support. Subscription off of that, Dev. <laughs> hey, you know. You could get your uh, insurance company on our Patreon, Matt, and then I'll have to talk about it. Um, we could do it that way. Uh, but anyway, uh, definitely uh, 
check that out. Follow the Tower Rack. They've got episodes, our uh, articles coming up all the time. Uh, we will be back next week to talk about Indiana and our chances there. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. What do you think our chances are, Matt? Uh, just that we have a chance. I mean, thumbs up. I mean, you think we're going to win? Well, I don't know what you're asking. What are the chances? Are we going to win? Are we going to lose? Uh, yes. One of those. Yeah. No. Um, Thumb sideways. That's where I'm at. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to really study it yet. Um, but okay. uh, I'm going to say we probably lose. Um, oh. I know, right? And then a kick in the gut. But yeah, I thought I think, it'd be a lot more positive. What the heck? Well, I'm. I, without looking at it, um, but I'll say this: I do like the matchup better um, than okay. last year. Okay. Uh, because the defense can actually stop somebody; they still can't score. Yeah. Um, and their defense is is good, like it was last year. Um, but I think I just like the matchup a little better because we can run the ball. Uh, we for, we're forcing some turnovers. Um, so I do like the matchup better, but I still think we might struggle, especially on the road, and they might be a little bit better this year too. But yeah. you know, they're giving us. I definitely three think points. we can win, man. They're giving us three. Really? So we're minus three right now. Is what the line? Open we're minus be? three at this point. Yes. Interesting. I mean, yeah. I'm okay with it. I, I, we definitely, definitely can win. Uh, I, I like I said, I like the matchup better. I just don't know. Will we actually get over the hump and do it? Will we screw up a few things? I don't know. So, Well, we will have Big Ten refs, so I think that'll be a thing too. Yeah, We never get home cooking even at home. So, True. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but definitely, uh, we'll talk more Indiana next week. Uh, hopefully, Matt will be able to join us on time. Uh, <laughs> we'll also do... <laughs> I'm yeah, man, I didn't even I didn't even get a sale either, man. It was hanging out for nothing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> nah, you're so, good. Uh, we will be back next week. Uh, like I said, uh, your support helps the podcast, so definitely do that if you can. Uh, if you can't, just uh, share it around. We'll appreciate it, and uh, we will holler at you all next week. So, as always, guys, go tops. Go tops. Go tops. Thanks, guys. Yeah, see ya. yeah, man. Love ya. Love you too, man. <laughs>